0: Welcome to Shower Curtain Talks with Tiffany Lee. I am your host, Tiffany Lee, and I'm so glad you decided to join me today. Natalie Dyer's in the house. Who's that? Child, it's my therapist. Let's go. Welcome to Shower Curtain Talks with Tiffany Lee. Thank you so much, so much for joining me. I'm not going to prolong um, the podcast because this is take two, y'all. This is take two. I, I don't know what's going on. We did this last time. My last guest was on mute. This time, the microphones weren't even plugged up. We had a good one, though, didn't we? We did. Y'all, that is the voice of Natalie Dyer. Hello. please tell the people who you are
1: (laughs) hi I am Natalie Dyer I am a licensed professional counselor supervisor uh, in the state of Texas I have been practicing for well over 20 years Um, I work a lot with married couples I do relationship counseling Um, I really enjoy working with men Um, I also work with women of course I
0: like working with men
1: (laughs) praise God praise God um (laughs) So, yeah, that's me. Um, I work a lot with those that are recovering from divorce and separation. Um, I help couples um, work through separation. And, um, yeah, all of the things. I guess one of the specialties that I didn't mention last time Mm -hmm. is that I work a lot with couples that are in ministry. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Are they trying to kill each other? So. Oh. There's, no, there's nothing different about them than anybody else.
0: You know what? They and just that is Love the truth. Jesus
1: in our front.
0: I love Jesus, but I want to kill I you. I want to choke you. I, that sounds like an Hallelujah. excellent excellent book title. Yeah. And I'm gonna let you have that one. Okay, <laughs> you're welcome. That's a gift from <laughs> Tiffany Lee Inc. All right, so I wanted to invite you here. Um, because, and I'm so glad you you said something first, Um, I wanted to talk about the stigma related to um, getting therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, There's been such a huge, like it's a white thing to do in our community. How can we uh, work against removing that stigma? I think that a lot of work has been done, Mm -hmm. but some of that still lingers in our community. What can we do to kind of, To help that.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I think first we have to normalize the conversation. Um, we need to talk about mental health more often. And I'll say, honestly, we do talk about mental health, but it is never labeled at a, as us talking about mental health. And it may not necessarily be with a therapist, uh-huh. but we definitely do. Right, so right. if there's an issue that you might have and you share it with your girlfriend and she's mm-hmm. advising you and things of that nature, mm-hmm. we don't necessarily say, oh, girl, I feel like I am in depression right now. These are some right. of my symptoms. Mm-hmm. you know, And she's not diagnosing you with that or whatnot. But we do talk about the things, but we're not going in depth with yeah. Those things to actually get help with those so that we can overcome. We um we get help with situations, right. not the core issues. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. You said something that's so funny that uh, one of the stigmas is that that's such a white thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. I um had to speak at a forum on Saturday, and one of the things that I mentioned was that. Back in slavery, I do believe that the um, the saying what happens in this house stays in this yes. house was said then because if it was said out in the field or if it was said to oh. the one that might work in their house, yes. then there may bring... Um, detrimental consequences to our house. Oh. So I do think that that's where that began. Yeah. However, now yeah. it's just us keeping these secrets that Absolutely. are killing everybody Absolutely. mentally, emotionally, and some physically.
0: Listen, like that that whole thing of what happens in this house stays in that house really, for me, kept me bound for yeah. so long. I felt like I could not reach out even as a kid Um, for help. Um, and I think our parents felt like it's a ding on them. Mm -hmm. Like we were just, it it was a lot of pressure on, on, on us kids. And I, tell me if you agree to represent our families, uh, in, in such a way. So therefore whatever happens here, it has to stay here. Mm -hmm. And as a result, a lot of us were, like, dying on yeah. the inside.
1: Because when you walk outside of these doors, you're representing us. You are a, a Lee. Yeah. You know, I was mm-hmm. a Smith. Yeah. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. so when you go out there, people know you as this, right. not as whatever it is we're dealing with right. here. Right, right. You know, so keep this here, and you go out there, and you be great.
0: That's a lot of pressure. It's a
1: lot of pressure.
0: Let's pause for a commercial break. Don't apply pressure to your kids. Don't be a sucky parent. <laughs> Now back to the show. We want to thank our sponsor, Parenthood. (laughs) But seriously, (laughs) I'm sorry. Until I get real sponsors, you, the (laughs) listener, along with you, Ms. Dyer, are going to endure these commercial breaks. Okay? (laughs) But that is a lot of pressure. And what do you think about uh, the statement? um, When people say to kids, what you got to be upset about? You ain't got no bills. What you got? All you got to do is make good grades. What you bad about? Especially, oh, she is, y'all wish y'all could see her. She got the praise hands up, Ooh. the praise hands.
1: Because <laughs> parents be parenting and driving me nuts. <laughs> Honestly, I, I joke and I say I don't work with kids because I have two of my yeah, own and that's enough. Right. But I really don't work with kids because I often don't believe that kids are the problem. Uh, oh, I oh. believe that parents oh. are the issue.
0: Y'all um, um, email her. Do not email <laughs> Tiffany Lee Inc.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kids are sponges. Yes. So when you ring them out, you're getting what you put in. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's the truth. Um, I was in. I had a therapy session myself before I came here today, mm-hmm. and my therapist and I were talking about attachment styles, mm-hmm. right? And I'm learning mine. Yeah, Ooh, it's a whole thing, a whole reveal going on over here. Yeah, and yes, the therapist has a therapist, and let me put this in there: if your therapist does not see a therapist, I question your therapist.
0: Y'all, y'all, I don't have an offering plate. You just gonna <laughs> have to drink that Ozarka because let me tell you something: <laughs> what you dropping the second time? <laughs> <laughs>
1: if your therapist don't have a therapist, you need to change therapy. Yeah, yes. All right, keep going, keep that. going. Because yeah, we need help. We're human beings. Yes. So I was going back to kids. So kids give back to us what it is that we give to them. Now, of course, there are some exceptions with some... Uh, there may be some um, brain injuries. There may be some chemical imbalances. There may be some exposures that they have to things. I understand all of that. However, when your kid wakes up on a regular morning doing life the way that, th- that they do life because of who you are, you can't put that back on them. They're just responding to you Um So when kids behave a lot of the ways that they behave, they do it because of what they've seen, what they've heard, what they've been exposed to. And not that we necessarily know all of the things that our kids have been exposed to because we are not with them as often as our teachers are or their uh, their friends. But they sit in our houses. They hear what is said in our houses, and they take all of that in, and kids personalize things and internalize those things.
0: Absolutely. And as a teacher, because I spend seven hours with the baby, I get to see um, what they've been absorbing. I get to hear how they've been talked to because that's how they talk to their peers. That's how they try to even talk to me. And so when I call and even when I call and I say, hey, this is what they said. Okay, let me talk to them. That's what I hear. Mm -hmm. They don't know I'm still listening Mm -hmm. and whoo the words yeah. that I hear that they put into these child's ear mm-hmm. um, the names that they call them mm-hmm. the 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 words and I'm like it's just the second grade yeah. I get that they acting up I'm just letting you know maybe just have a talk to them they'll hear your voice and they'll reset because mm-hmm. they'll know oh well she'll call my mom so let me reset but it's not necessary to call them the things that y'all call it's like I know so you whoop them because they call somebody else the they word, them. and you're calling that you're absolutely right. They are sponges. They are. Let's pause for a commercial break. Your child is ghetto because you're ghetto. <laughs> now back to the show. We want to thank our sponsor, Parenthood. Parenthood is just a great sponsor today. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're so. Oh my God, you let, you blew my mind with that. Like yeah. seriously, like yeah. seriously, and it's so. True, and they will. you will reprimand your child for something that you do and say, because I'm an adult,
1: yes. I get to do so it. So the justifications. The, oh. And then become upset with them when they have a justification for their behaviors. Kids are little human beings with their own brains, Right, right. right. So they take in the information that they get from you, from mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. as parents. Let me be clear, because I'm definitely a parent that has done a lot of screwy things, mm-hmm. you know. But they take in the information that um, they get from us, and then it's molded kind of into their little beings. Yeah. And then they give it right back into society, into, Mm -hmm. you know, back to their parents, to their siblings, to the neighbors, to the people at the grocery store, you know. So it sprinkles of us all over this place, and not just from us. Right. Absolutely. From our kids, too.
0: Absolutely. Now I'm wondering. I, I think I would screwed up my kids. Let me think about it.
1: <laughs> let
0: me I, let me think about it. They, you do virtual visits. I do virtual so visits. So they will be able to log in. I'm gonna just send them. I'm just pay for it and just give them a link. I'm gonna be like here. <laughs> um, talk talk to Miss Nally because I I don't know if I screwed you up or not. And the thing about it, sometimes you don't know if you screwed up your kid until you till you let him out in the world.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: you let them jokers out of the world, and it's like. What in the world? Did, what what did what did you see?
1: Yeah, lots. They saw a lot. <laughs> what did you they hear? They saw a lot. They heard a lot. All the things.
0: Oh my gosh! All right. Well, let's let so now that we've established that parents need therapy,
1: definitely,
0: especially to be good, effective parents and to remove that stigma of your child doesn't go. Oh, oh, oh! Before we even move on, the the saying that you ain't going through nothing, you only ten, mm. that used to drive me. And I'm going to tell you why it used to to drive me crazy. Um, And just to be transparent, as a person who was abused as a child, your insides, mentally, you don't know how to process. And then when you start... developing your body starts changing and your hormones Mm -hmm. and and different things start happening you you don't know how to deal with it but then I I felt like I didn't have an outlet Mm -hmm. either Mm -hmm. so just because a child is young it doesn't mean they aren't going through something
1: exactly you know so first thing our brains are not fully developed until about the age of 26 possibly 27 stop
0: pause pause I married a 24 year old child and I was twenty. Oh my God, we were stupid. <laughs> we were stupid. Our brains were not developed, and they were not that really is developed. why. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna. I'm a hush.
1: That's why I. I oh when gosh. I do uh, premarital, yeah. If I have a couple that's younger than thirty, yeah. I often tell them or suggest to yeah. them, because it's only a suggestion, that they give themselves a little bit more time. Yes, because at thirty. You ought to be thinking a lot differently than you do at 25, 24, 23.
0: Absolutely. You oh my be. God. We didn't have no bit.
1: I got married at 24 as well.
0: I was yeah. 20. He was 24. And Yeah. I'ma come sit on your couch. I don't know about your virtual business. I'm going to come over. Or you could just come <laughs> over here. Y'all y'all gonna have to do virtual. I don't I'm sorry to y'all, but I <laughs> we're gonna have to go to Denny's <laughs> or something. I just I'm like, oh my God, but I'm good now, right? Because I'm well paid. <laughs> Is my frontal lobe, is everything, am I good? You're good. Because sometimes I listen to these podcasts, Miss Nally, and I don't know. I don't know. I'm surprised I ain't been put out to church yet. I, I'm, 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 okay, never mind. Let's switch gears just for a second. Um, I am um, endeavoring to begin dating again. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm a little nervous. Okay. Um, one of my approaches is I'm, I'm only, my expectation of dating is just kicks and giggles just to have a good time. I I don't date with a what do you call it? um the purpose? A purpose. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't I don't put the pressure on the person. Um I just want to have a good time and go home, okay? Um that's it. That that's the only purpose that I have. Uh, I guess my question is am I too old for that? Because <laughs> my niece says, look, she was on the podcast. She was like, "Aunt Tiffany, you getting old. You you got to date with a purpose because of your age." Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, uh, help me out. It it Well, I think it really depends on what your heart's desire really is. Mm -hmm. If you desire to be married, Mm -hmm. then I think that you can have kicks and giggles along with purpose. You know, it ought to be fun. It ought to be exciting. Okay. Okay. I can deal with that. Um, And I think that you ought to date differently now because you ought to know more.
0: I do, know you know, more,
1: more aware of, um, more self-aware, more aware of what it is that you know that you need in your life, what mm-hmm. you desire in your life, things like that. But if marriage is not um, your goal, yeah then go have kicks and giggles but make sure that the guy that you're dating or the guys that you're dating um, have the same idea mm-hmm. about dating not the guy that's wanting to be married for sure for sure yeah. you know yeah. and has um, has a goal in mind of when he wants to be married and things of that nature that's not your guy because right. he's going to feel rejected by yes, you absolutely. and you don't want to leave victims right? Um, but just date somebody that has the same mindset as you, and you guys have a great time.
0: Have a great time, yeah. I, yeah, I don't. Um, I think on first dates, I if I hear the word marriage on the first date, I'm immediately turned off, yeah, because we're just talking, we're mm-hmm. just getting to know each other, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's my like favorite a
1: proposal on the first date? Not a date proposal, but you
0: start talking about marriage, as in, oh, yeah, you know, when I get married da-da-da-da-da, and I'm like, okay, the appetizer hadn't hit the table. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, no, I don't... I'm just trying to get to know you. I'm not
1: putting any pressure on you Mm -hmm. for any of that. Mm -hmm. I just want to get to know you and have a friend. And I think that that conversation should happen before you even get to the dinner table. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. am older mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. and I do desire to be married yeah. again mm-hmm. so that's a conversation I like to have up front because yeah. I don't want to waste anybody's time nor do I want my time to be wasted
0: I don't feel like my time would be wasted since I've only want kicks and giggles and a good meal
1: I, I think it's a even way- if he
0: wants marriage and you don't I mean my time wasn't wasted and I'm not trying to hurt him I'm gonna tell him I'm gonna tell him you okay. know what I'm saying like if we're talking I'm like okay now we're just gonna have a good time okay that, mm-hmm. that's it mm-hmm. you know like I can't say don't say the word marriage, right? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you know, and so yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try it. Um, my niece has me go on a speed dating coming up.
1: Oh cool! When is
0: it? I uh, do that. Uh, you done it? I would. Oh, would you? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak you in. Now where where
1: is it? And who, what's downtown, the population?
0: Downtown. Uh-huh. Um, third Thursdays. And we'll we'll talk about that okay. and see because my niece is like go by yourself because if y'all both like the same guy I'm like nah it won't happen because <laughs> I only want shrimp and dip so you know that's that's all for me so that's cute <laughs>
1: that's cute so I would do that
0: Richard yeah so mm-hmm. I figure I'm trying to since so I'm going to be an empty nester. Yeah.
1: That's going to be great.
0: That's what you say. Can you talk to me? <laughs> y'all are, Y'all just getting my whole session right here. Can you talk to me about how to deal with that? When, Because even right now, you, you saw the girls. They just left. Yes. They they just left. I ain't got to drop nobody off. Hallelujah. I don't have to pick nobody up. Glory. you you're praising the Lord. And I'm like, y'all don't need me for anything. Now, you're talking to the girl who cried when her daughter tied her own shoe. When her daughter Aww. did her own ponytail, like in elementary school, it's like, okay, come on so I can brush your hair. And she's like, oh, mama, I did it. And it wasn't ugly. Aww. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> so now I'm like, nobody has to be dropped off anywhere. They don't need me as much, you know? And, and I feel good about it. But then there are those, okay.
1: Do- <laughs> the needs are different. They still need you. Okay, and they explain. actually
0: need you more.
1: Explain now. So I have a 21 year old and a 17 year old, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not an empty nester yet. However, she and I are looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, Chad! It's at. like she and I are roommates now, <laughs> yeah. ish. You yeah. know, um, she's studying cosmetology, so when she graduates, she'll mm-hmm. be licensed. Oh, right. You know, so I told her, I said, "I'll give you, you know, I'll yeah. give you a couple of years after graduation, since you're not going off to school." Yeah. But after that.
0: Yeah. You gotta figure it out. Figure I it
1: might, out. I might be married, hopefully. But yes. if I'm if I'm not, you're you gonna go. have to figure out something else to I <laughs> can't do this. Oh man, but the older they get, the more they need you because it's still another space that they don't know how to navigate.
0: Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, something that
1: I learned from uh from my therapist
0: mm-hmm. is that
1: um is that when your children become get older, you are not Parenting as much now you're coaching. Okay. More than anything. Okay. I got it. Okay. And so as they experience these different things in life as adult women, they are um they are now having to call on you and say, Okay, mom, I've experienced this. Now yeah. we're talking about paying bills. Right. We're talking about um Things in college, you yeah. know how to how to have this conversation with this professor yeah. who makes this decision that right. determines my grade and then right. GPA, then that determines career. Mm-hmm. Everything is kind of long term, right? Now. Right. Whereas when they're younger, it's long term as well because it's you know their developmental years or yeah. whatnot. But it's it just doesn't seem as serious. I mean, tying yeah. shoes, of course, we yeah. weren't going yeah. around here tripping, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. But those are just such great milestones, and it's teaching them independence. And right. It's teaching them Absolutely. to be able to you know. Know, go and live their life mm-hmm. and then you get to say you get to cheer them on right in that and now as they're older you get to cheer them on as well but you get to see them making these leaps and bounds right in life right
0: you know so I should be okay I should celebrate those now more adult milestones yeah. where they're getting they're finding their voice their yes. assertiveness and and being responsible, yes. and all those to say, so yeah, you're right, they're they're still gonna need Mom in some capacity. Yeah. I'm not just tossed away, so not okay, okay, and all. you know what my my oldest did complete her first year in school. And she did call a lot. She she did have me to pray for her on the phone and, mm-hmm. and what do I do about these interpersonal friendships and, mm-hmm. and what do I do about this? And so it was really good. But then there were times where she found her she found her footing. Mm-hmm. And I was happy and it actually made me feel better about her being so many miles away from home because mm-hmm. I couldn't just drive and get to her. Yeah. Um and so it made me feel better. And then when she got home, she was ready to leave. Yeah. Like she,
1: she I picked ex- her up. She had experienced her own space. Listen, I
0: picked her up from the airport. And she go, let me check and see when I go back to school. I'm like, you just <laughs>
1: landed. <laughs> you just landed, girlfriend.
0: Like, what? You know, but that also makes me feel good about her being away. Mm-hmm. So she's found her footing. She knows what to do. And so I'm not a worry bot. Like I was, you know, the first three months she was, she yeah. was there. You yeah. know, she knows how to maneuver. Mm-hmm. She knows how to use the um, the lift. She knows mm-hmm. how to get where she needs to go. So you're right. I had to coach her through mm-hmm. a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But she has her footing. And I think that's our job as parents. Um, not to just um not to handicap them, right, yeah, right. but
1: just give them tools, and I'll say again, my children have taught me a lot, mm-hmm. so when my oldest went off to college, I thought in my mind, oh yeah, I you know, letting her go spread her wings mm-hmm. or whatnot, no, I didn't I wasn't I didn't do a good job at that, okay, that first semester in particular, yeah. so by the time uh beginning of second semester, we had to have this come to Jesus meeting, and she called it she called the meeting she called the meet she did. You know, so what we were had, you doing? Um, <laughs> were you popping up at the at the school? Well, I I did do that once, and it, but that was necessary. Okay. Okay. Some stuff that was happening, and okay. she wasn't safe. Yeah. Um. But she didn't know that she wasn't safe until I showed her. Yeah. This is why you're not safe. Like, yeah. Oh. Um. But she called the meeting beginning of second semester, and she was like, "Mama, listen. I mean, we got to do something different here." I was like, "You know what?" right mm-hmm. but along with that came some additional responsibilities for her gotcha that I w- I hadn't given to her that I should have given to her too yeah. yeah you know so we kind of made this exchange yeah of things and so now she's 21 and she's making decisions a lot of decisions I still don't agree with yeah you yeah. know and she knows I don't like it I've told her I don't yeah. like it she's giving me her opinion back and it just is what it yeah, is yeah it
0: is what it is I, I just gave my kids their insurance card um, I know that's not as big as what you medical.
1: Yeah, just yeah. an insurance card.
0: And um they tried to hear mom and I'm like, no, that's yours. Mm-hmm. That is your insurance card. Mm-hmm. Oh, we keep it? I'm like, yes. And so both of them had appointments this week. Mm-hmm. It I, I felt like I handicapped them. They said hi. Um, what's your name and date of birth? And they looked at me.
1: <laughs> I'm like... So you went to the appointments with them? yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: she wanted me to come. Mm-hmm. I didn't want... I was like, just go. Mm-hmm. She was like, no, mom, come with me. And I'm like, I don't want to go. They was like, go. I'm like, okay. They said, name and date of birth. Those girls looked at me. I said, she talking to you. <laughs> right. I'm like, did I handicap these kids? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And even during the appointment, I was like, okay. Well, I'll step out. Um, in case you want to, mm-hmm. you know, talk to them. You because you want to respect them as Listen, an adult. now that is something that was very taboo mm-hmm. growing up in probably our day. Mm-hmm. Um, because you didn't shut your parents out or or there was no privacy for you. Right. But I, I recognize the need for that. And there's something you may want to say to your medical professional that mm-hmm. you don't want your mom to hear. Right. And so I was like, okay, well, hold on. Before y'all start, I, I can step out. No, nope, mom, there's nothing she can ask me that... I won't, I can't say in front of you. Mm-hmm. And that made me feel good. Yeah. So it made me feel like, okay, so I did a little something there. Mm-hmm. That she knows I can answer these questions honestly, and my mom is not going to look at me funny yeah. or hit me with the new King James version <laughs> of the Bible. <laughs> right. You know. And while we're at it, let's have a commercial break. Stop beating your kids up with the Bible. Mm. That's why they don't like you or church. Now back to the show.
1: Oh, that's a whole other podcast.
0: We want to thank our sponsor. That was me. No, you're good. (laughs) (laughs) This is not a formal podcast. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay? Because they do not like Jesus, and it's your fault, Mom and Dad. It is your fault. (laughs) (laughs) We won't even go down that hallway. (laughs) But listen, please, Ms. Dyer, please tell
1: the people where they can find you, please. Yes, 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 yes. You can find me on psychologytoday.com and search my name, Natalie Dyer, that's D is in David, Y-E-R. I can also be found on Instagram at Natalie, the L-P-C-S, that stands for Licensed Professional Counselor. You better Supervisor. tell them. You better tell them. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, working on the whole TikTok thing.
0: Look, I just had a whole, like, hey, we need you to become more vocal, more visual on on TikTok. Do you have an email?
1: Yes. It is Natalie Dyer at sbcglobal.net. My website will be up midweek next week, and then I can share that information with you. Okay. And my phone number is 682-587-7750.
0: Y'all, she gives you her real number. Because I'm telling you, if I was your therapist... You, you wouldn't have my number, and that's why that was not my major, because I'd be like, uh-uh, who you want to talk to? I'm not available. <laughs> She's not here. <laughs> she got a new number, okay? And y'all, I, I can totally vouch for her. I have sat with her, had conversations with her. She's excellent for marriage counseling, single counseling, whatever life transition that you're going uh, through in your life at this time, or decision-making. She is a, Are oh, you a Christian counselor, right?
1: I am a I am a counselor that is a Christian. Oh, okay, I got it. But I don't market myself as a Christian counselor. Gotcha.
0: Because it limits the people that will come. You, listen, and she's wise. Did y'all hear that? Because and you're absolutely right. Yes. Um, but she will go there. I will. If you need her to. Yes, I will. Okay. No, no <laughs> Thank you so, so much, Miss Nally, for coming. It's been such a pleasure. I'm going to book an appointment. Like I said, they can do virtual. I'll see you in person. All right. Y'all, thank y'all so much. Didn't tell y'all at the beginning, but we are wrapping up season one with Miss Nally Dyer right now. Thank you so much for rocking with me. Um, you can always go back and listen to all the previous episodes. We are coming back in September. I'm talking about we're coming back. It's just me, y'all. Y'all, it's just me. Um, I'm coming back in September. And when I come back in September, we'll also be on YouTube. So be on the lookout for that. And I just started um, the Instagram page actually last night, the Shower Curtain Talk. So please like, follow, and share there. Um, Please make sure to follow my personal page at Tiffany... That is not my personal IG. It's too many Taylors and Tiffany's and stuff. <laughs> Let's start that over. Please follow me on Instagram at the TaylorMade One, the actual number one on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok at TiffanyLee0, That's T-I-F-F. I-N-E-Y-L-E-E-0 on TikTok. And you can email me. me, Why can't I talk? And you can email me at tifle4258 at gmail.com And we will see you in September. Bye. Bye!